0: Now, recording is steady, clapped out, next, she thanking. <clears throat> Dude, so much better in here with AC.
1: Yeah, I know, it's really, I had to turn my AC to do it to different setting too because it's so cold in my garage it's colder in here than it is in my house okay what is this episode five episode five make sure it's titled logan's birthday is more important than any birthday in the history of humankind and that includes all scientists that have advanced the human condition to the state of being able to live at a very old age comfortably oh also anyone that's ever created a vaccine not as important as me make sure that's in there can you fit that all in one title
0: I just said Logan, I just surmised it as Logan's birthday is more important than science.
1: Yes, that's about right. That's actually, that's actually a perfect title for my autobiography. Yeah. Okay. Shut up. We're, we're going live. We're live now. And we're live. Like right Li- now?
0: Like right now.
1: You give me a countdown and then we'll go live. Well, the thing says we're live. So okay. We're we'll live. count it down and then give, and then we'll do it.
0: If we're already live, we don't actually need a countdown. Do we?
1: Five, four... Are we live?
0: Can you count now? that high?
1: Now yeah, we're live. Okay, good.
0: <laughs> we're definitely live.
1: <laughs> all right, Ryan. Take it away with the intro, Clapped
0: buddy. out podcast episode number five. Uh, this week's podcast is brought to you by Aeromotive Inc. Incorporated. Makers of fuel pumps and all sorts of fuel system goodies. Uh, these are the latest people to come on board with here us here clapped out as a partnership deal uh and if you're unfamiliar with them you've been living under an automotive rock they have everything you need from pro touring like retrofit some stuff whatever and to the newest big badass brushless line of pumps that they got which we'll be talking about today on the podcast um everything that you need three gallons five gallons seven gallons all the way up to 10 gallon per minute electric fuel pumps Oh, by the way, they also recently acquired a little-known company uh, such as, I think their their name, um, Waterman. Ever heard of them? Mechanical fuel pumps as well. So, Are you whether, curb on me? When did that acquisition happen? Uh, a, while a while ago, actually. Yep. I'm new. So, I'm new. Everything you need for fuel systems, they got you covered from plumbing, regulators, in-tank, out-of-tank, uh, Sherman tank. They got you. <laughs> <laughs> Aeromotive... Super stoked to be working with these guys, so thank you guys for supporting us here. We're super, super appreciative of it, and uh, we're going to be putting that new big, badass 10-gallon-per-minute Johnny to the test on this car right over my shoulder on Drag Week this year.
1: Yes, as Rye just alluded to, Aeromotive has come on board and partnered with us not only for this week, but um, we're excited to build a relationship with them over the the course of our careers here at Clapped Out. So the, the main, this all started because I have three Walbro 525 fuel pumps in my RX-7. Those three Walbro 525s, um, they ca- the pumps basically aerate. They cavitate hard when I launch. So I knew that was going to be a problem. The only way to remedy that problem currently is to literally fill my tank to the top. An RX-7 tank is massive. If you have ever tried to fill one all the way up to the very top, uh, even with my tank cut in half, it still takes almost 20 gallons of fuel for me to feel safe and not see any fuel pressure drop. For that reason, think about, oh, what is it, like seven pounds a gallon, I think is, what did it, I can't remember the exact yeah. number. Yep. So 20 gallons, seven pounds a gallon, 140 pounds of, of fluid in the back of the car. So the, I was looking for a solution and Aeromotive's 10 GPM, their 10 gallon per minute brushless pump is something of dreams and it's expensive uh when you when you first glance 1800 bucks for this pump off the jump but here's the thing that pump can do what 3 hellcats and more can do way is, more like talking double <laughs> yes <laughs> more honestly if you look at it so it, it's a 4800 and change flywheel horsepower in E85 that is an insane amount of fluid to move um so and also the, when you
0: break that down it's impossible for E85 to even make that much horsepower anyway
1: sounds like a challenge so I accept. <laughs> um, but point being, replacing three Hellcat pumps with a single inline and something my tank will not only alleviate the issues of fuel starvation but I'll have one pump to worry about instead of three and way less wiring, way less BS, variable speed control. I mean it's, um, I think it's the the end all for electric pumps. Any Anyone that's watching this that needs to make a ton of power the other thing you can think about here, and I'm sure, Rye, you've probably battled with this yourself, is when to go mechanical. Yeah. Um, I've fought that myself for a while, and my biggest thing was with a mechanical pump, it's not a street car anymore, which is not true. There's so many people that run mechanical, car, mechanical pumps on street cars. I am just a novice, number one, and number two, I have no room to run a front uh, crank drive. Yeah. I'm sorry, off the balancer. I have nowhere to put it in my engine bay. So it made it, sense for me. To and the thing,
0: thing is, things RPM based. So the with the the brushless pumps, they have them where you can run them full tilt, and you can also get them from air mode with the controller, based on a zero to five volt analog signal. So it's not running ten gallons per minute all the time, spooling down to idle like it's actually it's a three uh, it's, or
1: four gallons. What is it?
0: It's I think it's so like at four to five, I believe it is, which is still. A lot of fuel but if the fuel system is set up and it's large enough then it's you can still street drive it you can have your cake and eat it too uh james tall's in here shout out to james from over there at Cleaves' channel they got one in ruby because they have external pumps they have universal in-tank pumps and as well as a fuel cell system for them uh it sounds like he's got one i'm assuming they have one as an in-tank setup and it just survived rocky mountain race week so if that's, a, that's not a testament to the capability of that pump, I don't know what
1: it is. I agree feverishly. And we will have more media on the Aeromotive stuff rolling as we have um, gotten our 10 GPMs in route. I want to shout out Johnson and Gunner. Both of those guys were an immense help in, in getting this stuff together and being able to put them together for our cars. Um, and that actually is the leading edge into our topic of discussion this evening because here's the thing and and Ryan and I I'm, there's other people that have to deal with it on a way more frequent basis than us and it's uh it is what it is but the topic of discussion tonight and the main the main overall theme here is it's your birthday uh, <laughs> yes, it is my birthday. It is, is Logan's birthday.
0: <laughs> Whose birthday is it here? Your birthday, your birthday, Logan's my birthday, birthday, Logan's my birthday. birthday. Happy birthday, birthday happy birthday to Logan, happy birthday too.
1: And everybody logged off immediately. We lost go. all viewers. <laughs> but yes, it is my birthday. I am twenty-three years old today. Oh, that's a bunch of bullshit.
2: <laughs> 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 it's Actually, your birthday. Yeah, Thanks for wishing
1: me. Happy birthday. It was nice of you, Dave. Um, it is my birthday. Today, I've turned the ripe age of 23, so that's good. Um, but the theme of the show, must be nice. That is the theme of this episode, must be nice. And the reason that this is a theme is because we, uh, we hear it all the time. Uh, we, we partner with somebody like Aeromotive, and I tell a homie about how we're going to be running Aeromotive stuff. And the first reaction, Rye, what do they say?
0: <laughs> must be nice. Must be
1: nice, bro. Uh, yeah, it, nice. Is. it is. Actually, it actually super, is. Super nice. Must it be is. Nice, bro. Oh, you're so, lucky. Yeah, you're lucky. Must be nice to be lucky. Like, <laughs> so the theme of the show is must be nice. And we want to walk everybody down the trail of expectations and how to procure, and I'm going to throw this word out, sponsorships. I'm going to throw this word in the trash in a minute, but I'll throw it out here now. How to work with people on sponsorships. I'm air quoting that if you're listening to the podcast and and kind of our demeanor concerning that and how we feel about it and how I think this is an opinion piece, obviously how we think the general public that wants to get involved in things like this, how they should behave with sponsorships, which that word makes my skin crawl if you were wondering. <laughs>
0: Kyle Hunt, <laughs> podcast, with, podcast with 53 views must be nice. <laughs> yes.
1: It must be nice. sick. Yeah. Um, okay, so backing in this up, must be nice. The first topic that I want to share with everybody, and I'd love your, your thoughts on this, Josh and Rye, is personal opinion. Do not get into the motorsports world or the performance automotive world if your only goal is to make a ton of money. Do not. It's not. It's not the place to come in and just try to make millions. If that's All your right, I'm goal. out.
2: Hey, nice knowing you guys. All All right, see later. you guys later, man. <laughs> see you later, buddy. How do I log off this thing? You figure it
1: out. Uh... You'll figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. Um, and my my thoughts there, and the reason I bring that up first, if your whole goal with building a car or trying to get attention or trying to be a part of this environment on a large scale is just to make money. It's going to seep through in everything you do. And in my opinion, your motives and your actions will immediately be transparent to those that are educated concerning whether or not they want to invest in you. Thoughts?
0: Yes, 110% agree. And that's not just like if you're trying to do uh, a, a, a social media channel or become an influencer. You have to do it because you truly, truly love doing it Like we talked about before in the first episode when we started all this was how we got into it. And it was, this is just what we were already doing. And we just turned the camera on while we did it. And if the, I've heard a saying before, like drag racing will turn a billionaire into a millionaire. Like nobody, very, very few people are profiting to the point where they're like becoming like, you know, super successful. There's plenty of people that do racing and all this stuff to, and do what we're trying to do and keep the lights on some with varying degrees of success compared to others. Uh, and we're, I just feel super fortunate that we're able to do what we do and have the companies that have our back that we have. And it definitely, I'll be lying if I said it doesn't help, but I'd also would say that I would probably be just as fast, maybe slightly slower than I am right now in about the same amount of time with the money coming out of my own pocket.
1: Yeah. Kyle Hunt just responded. How is this a subject? You've got to work your ass off these days if you want to get sponsors. And for good reason, followers or fans on Instagram ain't shit. You have to show your worth. Yes. Kyle. The reason this is a subject is because a lot of people are way more dense than you and they don't see that. It's not, it's not obvious to them. And it even goes as far like let's, I mean, I throw this out there, Mr. Josh Kalis, you, you have a small, very, very, very minuscule amount of fame. I mean, it's almost indiscernible. You know, not many people know who you are, but at some point you were, uh, you know, someone that people looked up to. Josh, how did... take the fast forward button and shove it directly. at am trying your... to oh, fast yeah. forward. Hey, Ry, gonna... you know how before we talked about just not having Josh on the podcast anymore because he's just not a good member. He's just yeah. constantly a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so Josh, when it comes to, I mean, you've seen a lot in your career and doing what you've done in in the world of skateboarding and cars. Don't You don't mix them together very much, but in terms of somebody just gimme 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 do you see similarities in both areas skate and cars do you see people like that in your industry
2: i think what i see most of that would be sim- like the similarity between the two is um kind of like it must be nice the same thing that you were just saying because a lot of people think that they should be like literally think they should be in someone else's position you know like i don't know if it's jealousy or they feel owed or something like that but same in the skate world I mean you got kids that are mad good and and trick for trick they might even be better than some somebody that's getting paid for it but they just don't know about the grinding that you know this person's done or the personality attached to it or all the other things that come to it come with it you know what I mean and And they'll literally say the same thing, like "must be nice" or "you're so lucky" or you know something like that. And when they say it to me, I just kind of trip out on it because I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's all luck." Were you homeless? No. (laughs) You were okay. Did you get locked up like 15 times for skate? Oh no, because you can skate everywhere now. Oh, you got skate parks everywhere now. Oh, your parents (laughs) drop you off down. Oh, you know what I mean. But it must be nice for me though. So, same thing I could see you know if if you're getting a a free intake, it must be nice yeah because i got I gotta buy mine um James Tall
1: from Cletus has requested that we see you do a flip trick mid podcast by the way, so get re- get ready for that too. You can't say no to James
2: Damn, I, man, my stuff is jammed up right now. I've just been cleaning I was cleaning wifey's car because you go i'm (laughs) sore i was just in chicago yesterday old man skate style just i'm sore man well
1: you'll get there man you gotta drink your protein also i thought you said you were gonna stop smoking so probably do that too as he lights another (laughs) 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 cigarette uh this brings us to that was a very good overview too and and the similarities are very i think they're the similarities between industries stretch pretty clear
2: hey some people are some people are lucky though you know what i mean yeah, yeah, some people. For and sure. I and I envy those people. I'm I'm not even not I'm not gonna say envy them, but I don't hate on. Them. You know what I mean? If it if you're a trust fund kid and all that stuff, I mean I think it's rad. I wish I would have been a trust fund kid. You It'd know? be sick to be. I'm trying dumb. to make my kids trust fund kids, but for some reason the IRS keeps taking a big ass chunk of my money every year.
1: <laughs> well clapped and we know clapped out's paying you very <laughs> quickly too. Yeah. So and it just
2: doesn't work.
1: Um. All right. So this kind of enters into the next topic of the same discussion here. And this is my cringe word, and, and it's going to lead down a rabbit hole. Sponsorship is a word that everybody, in my opinion, needs to leave by the side of the road and kill. So the word sponsorship, I hate. I hate it more than anything in the world. Because when you're, when you're sponsored something and someone sponsors you, the underlying theme there is you don't have to do anything to help continue. It's not, it's, it's not a working partnership. It's a sponsorship so in it's my time it's a handout exactly and when i was at, at brian suley racing for a couple of years i learned this more than anything because everybody i mean the, my inbox was constantly filled with part, with sponsorship 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 and the people that were reaching out a lot of them had there wasn't a lot of value to the sponsorship and number one and number two is the word sponsorship alone i i absolutely hate that um nick Doozer keeps bringing up the guy that built garage built racing and he's telling me that I need to bring him up and talk about him. <laughs> I'll tell you this much, Doozer. I got absolutely nothing to say about um, garage built racing then because garage built racing now is a hundred times better than it was then.
0: Yeah, you need to take so, garage built garage built racing out of the conversation when you talk about that dude because yeah. it's Tyson Williams, right?
1: Yeah, Tyson. And and, and he's, it's one hundred percent. I support. It. Yeah, garage built racing is doing a million times better than they were under former ownership, in my opinion. And I am, I am super happy to see how well they're doing. I ain't scared to talk about that dude. I don't care to talk about that dude. And the way that his stuff unrolled in the public eye is something that doesn't concern me. It had nothing to do with me. And I think that the people that invested, I'm going to, let me finish this. I think the people that invested in that person and the people that spent their money as companies with that person, before they even got into it, this is part of my whole spiel, there has to be an outline for return. And I'll touch on that in a second. But, Garage built now, I'm a thousand percent chill with, and, and we'll touch back on that in a minute. But in terms of sponsorship versus partnership, I would not roll in the word sponsorship unless you plan on just getting something for free, never doing a damn thing for it. Just a personal opinion. I don't know how you feel, Ry. I totally,
0: totally agree. I mean, honestly, that well, uh, you were the first person that ever reached out to do anything, and it was kind of like my first shoe in the foot in the door with the with the with partnership and all the companies so and i've said it before like i owe a tremendous amount wait
2: pause 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 Lai wants to say happy birthday hey logan hey (laughs) rye i thought you were gonna say happy birthday so for our
1: podcasters are listening (laughs) josh's lovely daughter just gave us a middle finger
2: salute oh my god so much lila she's She's such a sweetheart can't be mad if she's that. got way more followers than we do. Yeah. She came through just chilling on the uh, <laughs> So back to sponsorship. Yep. So yep. yeah, I
0: mean, Logan, you're the biggest, you were the the biggest uh, accelerant in me obtaining the relationships. And honestly, like pretty much 100% of those relationships that I've built with companies are because of you. So there's your ego inflator for the night. Happy birthday. But... <laughs> Yes. I've always like when you and I first started talking and you approached me about working together, I said, dude, I don't, I'm nobody. I barely have a thousand followers on Facebook at the time. And I want to make sure that I can deliver on whatever your expectation is. And I honestly, in my heart of hearts at the time, I didn't feel like I could live up to that standard. And so I turned
1: you down like right off the bat. And yeah. it felt like I was getting denied at a, at a, like I was asking a girl out and they were telling me no. It was very <laughs> awkward for me. And, and so like i don't
0: i feel the same way like if if you're gonna work with a company you have to have that expectation lay out
1: what okay this, well, this is what is, you're gonna give me what wait, do you we, want we in return point. and what's the timeline for this we have we were touched we're gonna touch on that in order and and the what you just brought up is something that goes back and i'll let you expand on this too right because i think you're you have a good head about this stuff as well Kayla, you're terrible at this so just listen and try to learn something um When it comes to partnering with a company, expectations of both parties needs to be made up front. And actually, Kayla, to your credit, you drove this home to me the other day. And the expectations need to be outlined by both parties. And until a name is signed on a line, then nothing, nothing concerning what's happening between the parties, none of it is a legally binding ordeal. It's just a word of mouth handshake thing. Mm-hmm. So, when it comes to another company that was supporting, um, you know, let's, let's just call it Garage Built Racing. Let's talk about this. Um, and this isn't me throwing shade at anyone because, frankly, I don't give a shit about it at all. But dudes are brought it up. So, let's use that as an example. So, Garage Built Racing caught a bunch of flack before it changed hands because the owner at the time had gotten a bunch of free parts from people and then sold the car and parted a bunch of stuff out and sold a bunch of stuff off the car, and then he got destroyed online by people saying, you're a sellout, you're this, you're that, whatever. I, I myself was deleted from his friends list. He got, he cleaned friends, cleaned house, deactivated Facebook, whatever. But here's the thing, anybody that partnered with him or anybody that partners with somebody in general, not even just to use him as an, him as, as an example, if there's not a clean and clear s- documentation up front saying this is what we're gonna do, this is how we're gonna deliver, and these are the penalties, if we decide to go a different route mid-build, then you can't really expect much yeah. of it. Yeah.
0: I've never, out of all the companies that we have worked with, I've never signed anything with anybody except for you. Like nobody's ever, but I've always gone back to like lay out like, okay, what is the expectation here? Regardless if I have a legal binding contract in front of me, like my integrity, it is what keeps yeah. me going with that. But it's, if you're the kind of person, if you're looking for sponsorships, like man, I got a sick car. I don't understand. If you think your car is dope or whatever, if you're sending these companies, whether it's it, it's Brian Tooley Racing, Holly EFI, Air Automotive, whoever, or your local shop, for hey, if you tune my car for free, I'll put a sticker on it. I'm gonna go to six shows this year. Like that's not the way to do it. But how many times have you gotten that email? You're on you're on both sides of the fence. You're in a unique position because you've been the person sponsored, air quotes,
1: and handing out sponsorships. Yeah.
0: You've been on both sides of this coin. So you see it from both ends.
1: Well, and the thing that has always kind of got under my skin is, I guess a false sense of entitlement is the easiest way for me to never want to work with a company or an individual. So when a company holds you account, like, and I don't have an example of this because luckily we've partnered with some really great people. And I don't have anything. I literally can't think of a single example of anyone we've partnered with has clapped out that I look back on and regret partnering with them because every single opportunity we have had, I feel we have had a symbiotic relationship and we have helped them and they have helped us. And that's my goal in all of this. And when you're on the other side of the coin and even when I was at BTR, I'm at dynasty, it's the same deal because you'll get people that feel that they are not, not owed the most, you know what I mean? Like they, they, but they have this sense of entitlement. Like I have this, you know, half million dollar SEMA build. Can I get a camshaft for free? Yeah. This is a, this is a sort of God, my most annoying, this is the most annoying part of SEMA to me. If you have an LS build, this is when I was at BTR and I'm not trying to throw them under the bus because it's actually, it's not throwing them under the bus. It's throwing the sponsor outreaches under the bus, but I would feel during SEMA season, I would feel no less than a hundred applicants saying, Hey, I have a SEMA build. What's a camshaft kit. Can I get a cam kit for free? Okay, so you're going to take your car to a show that's going to be parked, and it's going to be there for aesthetic reasons only. what does my- what will I get with the camshaft being in your engine out of that? yeah, you'll get your name on like the board that's sitting in front of the car, like a very small little sticker <laughs> on a board yeah. that says in very small letters b t r camshaft so that does nothing for me If you look back, I just took at to my time hop if you look back, the one of the last things I did was I did a partnership launch only for uh, first responders, teachers, um, like a, a basically people that are on the front lines of everyday society that are helping people, military, police, firefighters, everything. And it was way more fruitful, not only for the business, but for the people to work with those people. Because I know for a fact, it's a two way street. Number one, it's somebody that could actually use the assistance from a financial standpoint. But number two, they're going to the shows, they're going to the track, they're spreading our name in a very positive light. And it it just felt better helping the, that those type of people out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just, it just felt like it felt more wholesome. I don't know how to explain
2: it, but it's just. Felt better. You guys just make it way too complicated. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Way lay it out for us. Yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta have like <laughs> the, you don't have like the A team, the B team, the C team, like the flow team that gets paid team, that just gets free product stuff. I mean, then the people up in contracts and doing all that. I mean, to me the expectations are low if the money's not flowing if the product is coming to me but I'm not getting paid for it well you get limited expectations and limited exposure because if there's no money involved then how much do I really owe you if you gave me a camshaft and a valve train thank you BTR that was awesome <laughs> and uh but then but then you put my car on you know like, I tagged it and, you know, did some stuff, did a couple videos with you, Logan, and clapped out, did some half-mile stuff, tagged it, and then BTR used it on their uh, banner and in magazine ads and, like, blah, 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 but, I, you know, how much does a valve train in a, in a camshaft actually cost versus how much is BTR really expecting from me and how much should I actually allow BTR to use my car? Let's like, can we, we stop using my former employer as the as the? Well, I'm using myself personally as an example, because <laughs> in the in if if you look in in the skate world, right? Like our whole thing is sponsorships, and so yeah. there's like levels to it. You know what I mean? And, I agree. And I mean, up you know I'm. I'm always going to uh, promote the BTR stuff or the speed tech stuff or the HRE or, you know, all the, all the companies that put stuff on my car. Right. But what expectation do they really have when they're just giving me a free product? So if there's no real cash involved, cause you know, all these companies have, uh, you know, promo, promo budgets and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I think I might have to back some of the uh some of the kids looking for the free stuff on this, you know. Well,
1: that's that's it's it's also apples to oranges, you know, because <laughs> here here's the thing. The average kid that emails me and says, "Let me get a let me get a tune for a sticker" is not a professional skateboarder that has 200,000 plus people on Instagram and like you it's a very de- I'm talking about the people that are literally building something in their backyards that don't plan on doing anything but run their local nights with no exposure at all and just feel like they should get something free just to get something free. I think I agree with you. There are levels to partnerships and I think that the setting up the expectations up front with the contractual obligation. And the other thing is if, if you know, you were with your Camaro, somebody said, I'm going to give you $20,000 in free product. And you said, okay, I'm just going to do a couple of story shout outs and that's it it's completely understandable for that company to say it's not worth it to us. We've looked at what we could spend that 20 grand on, you know, let's say their cost is 10 grand on 20,000 for 20,000 worth of product. They could take that same 10 grand they were going to give you worth of product. And they could spend it on, on Facebook advertising or social media marketing in general, or we renting a track out and inviting everyone for free and putting a giant event on, you know, so balancing those expectations up front. I do think that there's different levels to partnerships and I, and I have to agree with you in terms of, 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 once the cash starts flowing for somebody that's has notoriety and rolls through. Also, Dave Comstock is in the live feed right now. Yep. Hey, Dave. <laughs> hey, Dave. <laughs> they, um, All right, so
2: do these companies, uh, do these companies do like flow programs and then the people that get the free product, do they try to promote, try to promote, and then it leads to either more or bigger type product that leads to a, you know, money mm-hmm. style contract. I mean, it's the same setup that we have in the skate
0: world right like let let me back up because a little bit uh somebody sean o'connell said you can have the most badass car but if you don't have the following and influence it's useless i would push back against that and like you said josh there's levels to this i had almost zero following but logan bought in when the stock was low sometimes that makes sense if you can see it's a little bit of a gamble but it's kind of a cheap risk where i was in a position that like oh somebody wants to throw a camshaft my way for an extremely discounted price, like, yeah, I'm going to jump all over that and, and lay out the expectation. And that, to me, I was hoping that I could give something back to BTR, but also that more than just the camshaft, like, now I can use BTR's exposure to grow my own personal brand. And so it goes both ways. Like, where you're at, having hundreds of thousands on, and on the skate world,
1: then you're the one that has... The, the higher hand if you, you will you have control in the in the in the discussion and yeah. josh i think that's something i don't think you forget that but i think and i don't think you take it for granted but i will say it's a way different vibe even when you you and you and i first spoke and i found out that when i found out rise homie was this guy named josh and then i found out it was josh kalis This, i mean literally small name, town, name
2: dropper you know, i'm
1: talking about like
2: <laughs> name dropper. i swear
1: to god though when i heard when i heard it's just some dude josh i'm like all right let's get this dickhead some parts and then when I found out it was you, I'm like, all right, let's get this dickhead some parts. So it all. It-
2: <laughs> yeah. But what people don't know is I was like, no, 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 no. But tell Logan. I just rather buy him. I just rather buy him. Cause I don't want stickers on my car. I don't have to go to this shit. And I then you brought him. the
1: car to LS Fest. We put it in the booth, put a giant sticker on it. It was perfect. Thank you. Nah,
2: I'm just kidding. That's cool. Now my, you know, my biggest problem is the loyalty thing. Like I, even with free stuff on flow. And this is with skate too, is I end up just becoming too loyal. And, uh, Start getting taken advantage of, and look at me—I'm just sitting on this podcast with these guys.
1: That's how it feels, yeah. As part <laughs> of Clapped Out. For um, anyone that's wondering, Josh had zero skin in the game with Clapped Out. We base, basically, I basically—it's kind of a pushing of the hand thing. I just forced yeah. these guys into a you contractual did. obligation. We, we made an, just like I, signed an LLC. I, I, I
2: somehow got LLC papers in the mail, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> wait, hey, Josh, oh, and I, you, I paid you, for you. it. I <laughs> need you to sign this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you paid for the copyright, not the LLC. That was the copyright was way more money
2: than the LLC. So, nah, badass. Yeah, somebody just so that,
0: Kyle, Kyle Hunt brought up carsponsorships dot com. If you guys are trying to get sponsorships or partnerships, and you're using that website, if you're paying a website to basically give you fucking coupon codes, you're doing it wrong. Nah. Just, Listen,
2: it's. it's, it's for anyone listening that wants to get free stuff, it's all about adding value to the company that's giving it to you. You know what I mean? That's basically all it is. It's like you can have the coolest thing and do all these cool things, whatever, but if it's not actually adding value to that, to that company's name, then it's, it's going to be worthless, you know? Yep. If you can grind it out and, and get their attention to where they're actually starting to follow you and pay attention, well, there yeah. you go.
0: Don't focus on the number of followers you got. Just keep doing it. Like we, to go back to what we started talking about in the very beginning, do it because you love to do it. And it's not up for you to decide whether or not what you're doing is good. When you put it out there, Somebody's going to come along. It doesn't take a thousand, 10,000 followers. It takes one person to see it and go, Hey, this is cool. He's got something. I want to work with him. Cause that's Logan was my one.
2: Oh wait! (laughs) Somebody just said the the person that can fuck up screwing in a light bulb and ask for a cam that has zero ability to install it properly, and or afford it be done properly has. Oh, I can afford it. I was gonna say I can't put a cam fucking shaft in. Jesus, I have no idea. I was gonna say, (laughs) damn, Logan, I'm sending them back to Cam. Oh my God, what (laughs) am I supposed to do? I don't know how to put it in.
1: Um, and then kind so like let's say that it's perfect world, right? You have exposure, you have a following, you have built a name up for yourself, you have spent the hard times building the... I mean, literally, the amount of money I've invested in my own car and Rye and Josh, the amount of money we've spent on our own projects before ever approaching anyone for a partnership is insane. I would hate to see the amount of money. It's a common misconception that, you know, someone paid to build these cars. And no, that stretches as far... Absolutely like, And I'll even say, like, look at Cletus and what they're doing. If you think that what they're doing is all fun and games it's a ton of fun let's not get it twisted but they have to work their ass off absolutely work their ass off to keep that going imagine putting one freedom factory of imagine being able to purchase a racetrack yep. rehab the racetrack and then put a race on at that racetrack all within a few months james so, if you're still
0: listening tell us how many uh um, nitrous kits did you put in crown vix for the last event and how long did it take you to do <laughs>
1: i'm telling it's it's <laughs> it's,
0: it's, thing, a full, yeah. it's a full it's a full time I, I bet you it's more than a full-time job. They're putting. Oh yeah. All those dudes are putting in more than forty hours a week. Yep. F- absolutely. Like beyond a doubt. So.
1: Now to make this fun, let's roll on Aaron Sipple, What's up? What's cracking? Kentucky Dragway again putting out for the local guys. Um, There's some chime in. I want to shout them out as much as I can. That track is straight up awesome. But let's let's look at tracking your your return to your whoever you're working with. It's not your job to track the return on their investment. However, it is very, very helpful when you do things 25 and a full week of 10 hour plus days. Yeah. God, James, that's insane. You're a beast, buddy. That's insane. That's awesome. Um, so it's not your job to track the return on a company's oh, investment.
2: Oh, I burnt my hand. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> However, it is, it's helpful if you work with the marketing department with whoever you're working with. For example, if you're using conversion URLs through Google tracking and you want to, and they they provide you with your own URL so they could see, you know, basically whether or not your YouTube channel or your posts are resulting in them converting to a sale or at least getting new customers to their door, new users. So I I spent my college career learning about marketing. That was what I got my degree in and I got it. Hang on. Is that really what you spent your time in college doing? You'll know when I finish the sentence. However,
2: damn, you went to college. I don't. Be refer- nice. be nice? <laughs> damn. Uh,
1: so, what are, you, what are you pulling up? You I'm not your... trying to. I'm just not trying to humble brag, but I did. I went to. I went to college with my diploma. What, what is you that? Do. A diploma? Well, it's actually, That's a high
0: school get, diploma.
1: It's actually Jasmine's diploma. Mine's high a
0: school gives you diplomas. You get what is that thing you get in college?
1: Uh, I don't know. Chlamydia.
0: It's degree. <laughs> Degrees,
1: right? <laughs> so I got, my, I got my degrees right here, bro. Um, when it comes to working with a company and showing their re- your, the return on their investment, so it's important to be able to at least quantify whether or not working with someone is worth a damn. So if you're in the marketing shoes, so if you take a step back and you provide them with data, you you, you send them, you know, page views, how many times, how many clicks you had, how many this, how many that. Working with them is huge, and it helps the marketing guy go to his boss who cuts the checks and holds up a panel and says, Hey, look, uh, clapped out was responsible for X amount of sales this quarter. We should continue to work with them. And that is an important part of that partnership that you can grow. And I'll, A lot of times people say, and and Ryan, you've brought this up. Why can't I just get a coupon code, you know, clapped out 10 for 10% off.
0: That's how I always thought of it. Cause you see coupon codes, like almost any company, any e-commerce company that's out there, you can Google for five seconds and find a coupon code for some way, shape or form on whatever you're buying. I mean, there's entire apps. and and companies out there like honey does it for your browser if you're searching for something you can find a coupon code for almost anything and that's how i was like oh that's a great way to track it because pretty much everybody gives it away anyway but
1: logan enlightened me that that is not the way yeah and travis travis ryan just brought up a comment in the in the post he said i like hearing all the things not to do to try and get sponsors slash partners what is the right way to go about it is there a right way and that's a great segue because yes, there, there is a right way, Travis, but it's going to be a little different for every entity. So if you are, for example, let's take clapped out clapped out. Our main focal point is acting like jackasses on video while still providing a, a marginal amount of educational information through our media. Well, the right way to go about that is to spend your own time and spend your own money, develop your own personality on camera, develop your own media outlet, push your, push your brand to people without forcing it down their throats get people that are loyal to the brand and then use that following to approach somebody. Like let's, again, let's just use BTR. For example, if I call BTR and I say, Hey, I would love to work with you. I know you have a new line of truck cam shafts coming out. I have this truck. I think it'd be perfect for a video. Here's the next part. That's very important. What is my cost to purchase this cam kit if we were to work together on a project? Now, notice the word free was never in that statement. So if you are just getting into it and you're just starting, the one thing I always ask is don't ever have your hands on asking for free stuff. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Um, I'm very proud of the fact that you can't look back and see me saying, I would like this for free. Gimme for free. I want it for free. It's always introduced and I've been very uh, stubborn about this as what, what would my cost be if I decided to do this for you? So starting the relationship on equal ground is huge in my opinion.
0: And and demonstrating that you want the product, you're interested in the product, whether or not, honestly, like if you want to establish a relationship, it may or may not work out in your favor. But if you start a relationship, just have the expectation that you're going to pay for it. Like if it doesn't work out, say, okay, cool. I got the money. I'll pay full price on the thing. If it's something that you really, really want to buy.
2: You know what I would do? What what are those big groups that go out and they do the burnouts and intersection takeovers and all that kind of the stuff? The sideshows? Yeah, I would just uh I would call a company like BTR and I would say, Hey, can you send me a banner? I just I just want a banner. And I'd put that fucker on a flagpole and I would go out to the <laughs> biggest
0: takeover <laughs> like Oakland, California. And
2: I would, just, up, just, and I would just be doing my my drift donuts and all that stuff, just whiling out with that banner just flying. And I'd be like, all these people saw that in real life. I got another one coming up in two weeks. Send me out a cam. I'm going to put it in there. And when everyone's like, damn, that motherfucker sounds nasty. What kind of cam is that?
1: Be like, it's BTR cam. That's actually, I hate to admit it, Josh.
2: It's a decent idea. And it would be viral. And you know what I mean? That's the new way of doing it. It's not about trying to get that seven second pass anymore. It's about how close can you come to the people on the side of the road watching you do donuts and you smack him in the face with that flag and it goes viral <laughs> and man you get all kinds of features
0: you guys have seen yeah. the video with the guys with the, with the u-haul of the home depot truck are like
2: hey for
1: 1995
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. 1995 you can rent this motherfucker
2: yeah i bet somebody would have sent him a cam <laughs> oh, <yeah. sure. laughs>
1: well dude i mean a bunch of people put that they wrapped their race cars looking like the u-haul after yeah. that
2: man dude yeah, that's good Mark. Uh, i bet u-haul actually did that it was brilliant I don't believe yeah, they just went
1: out to the streets and said, have fun with it, man. Um, Brilliant. and that's kind of, I'm not trying to get off, um, off track here, but that's, that's kind of the theme of, of our entire life has clapped out is just making sure that we upfront. And even during, we just try to keep everything kosher and try to keep everybody on the same page that you're working with. There's a lot of, I've been through a lot with a lot of people that we've partnered with in different, uh, different companies. And there's definitely some people that I would never in a million years work with again, but those lessons have to get learned so that you can build. I mean, if you're on the other side of the coin, if you're the one that's deciding who to work with, because even um, Black Sheep Industries, a buddy of mine started that up in Canada, and he's, he makes wastegates and blow-off valves. Pretty cool setup. And he is probably in a position now where he's got to decide who he wants to work with. And it's just one of those things. you got to take a step back and say, is it really worth my time or energy if, if I'm producing? Fabricators, tuners, small shops, you guys have to pick and choose carefully who you work with because there are so many people that will just take you for everything you want and roll and never hear from you again.
2: Yeah, he, he makes some
1: nice wastegates. Gates. He does. Um, I have not. Ne- well, I mean, I've never tested him. I've never used him, but he's designed everything himself. He's he's uh, very committed and dedicated to introducing a new option in the marketplace. What's his name? What's his name? It's Black Sheep Industries, I think. Let me look at it. Up. You,
2: want, you want to send me his number.
1: So, you can ask him for a pair of free wastegates? Maybe. <laughs>
2: uh, I'll have yeah. Rye. No, no, no. I'll have Rye call him and then say, hey, I got a friend named Josh. I got yeah. sponsored
0: my wastegates from, from Josh.
2: Dude, yeah. I just had to buy a brand new wastegate and a diaphragm. And you a, go to uh, it's,
1: blacksheepindustries.ca.
2: It's still a little bit. He's still there. That.
1: And that, the logo actually is something I designed. I forgot that I did that blacksheepindustries.ca that's a that's a plug right there we'll send you a bill later for the 53 followers right now
2: well <laughs> i don't know how your guys's projects are going but um mine was just a pain in the ass and uh i finally got it figured out but i replaced every single sensor you could ever imagine in the car and it ended up being a fuel injector and so fuel what, Josh, yeah, why josh
1: why don't we do this why don't we wrap up what, what we had planned to talk about today Unless you want to just go off script right now, you know we can just do it <laughs> your way.
2: I yeah, I tried to fast forward it earlier to get to my shit, but go ahead. Jeez. We got time. <laughs> this corp, this guy needs to come to the corporate meetings, Rye. I know, right?
0: We were in here 15 minutes before the uh, meeting actually kicked off, and you're I not- thought they would
2: want to hear. I thought the you know the no, we will. Don't worry, we are very
1: curious up. about that. We'll get to that. We got the time. final. Yeah, the final thing I'm going to touch on partnerships. Um It goes to the person that's getting that's getting the parts or help getting assistance. And that is what you should expect as a tool for their growth. So again, Josh, you brought up the, the fact that if you get a cam, you know, that's not, it's, it's a $400 piece and a $200,000 car. So being able to use your vehicle for marketing and stuff is very fruitful for a company like BTR. Now, if, if, um, and let's throw another example, let's say ABC speed shop is working with Joe Smith and Joe Smith has a program that is stellar. He has a huge following and, and he's killing it. And he works with ABC speed shop and ABC speed shop says, we're going to build you a chassis. We're going to build you a turbo kit. We'll have it done in four months. And you make all your arrangements and all your plans for your media based around this four month timeline. Do not be afraid to hold that person to that timeline because you are there. You're their tool and you can't do what you do without them following through on their promises up front, which is something that is often overlooked on the other side of the coin.
2: Hey, uh, somebody just said something about ah, so Josh, Josh for a mic. Him. What? <laughs> said ah, Josh lost. I lost what? We
0: were, having I a sta- we were having a staring
2: contest. You weren't playing. Oh, I was reading. Somebody, somebody said, I need a mic and a headphones. Uh, weren't you supposed to send that out like a month ago, right?
0: Yeah, it's in the mail with your stickers and your t shirts, you piece of shit.
2: Yeah, see. Sorry. What? Yeah, John. I'm with you, buddy.
0: <laughs> well, none of this mic and headphones won't hook up to your phone.
2: If you can hook it up to your laptop. I'm on a laptop right now, dickhead. Oh, damn. Easy dog. Jesus. I would turn the laptop around so you could see it, but you wouldn't. <laughs> turn the laptop
0: around so I can see your laptop. Now and then one thing we didn't talk about before, Logan, was uh when when you're getting into it, and don't be afraid to like turn somebody down. With regards to like somebody offering you a product, free shit is still shit. Like if I take a dump in a box and try to hand it to you, and I'm like, I made this for you, like you're not going to be excited with it. So if you want me to take a dump in a box and market guaranteed, I can. I've got the time. <laughs> but don't be afraid to to tell a company, Nah, I'm all good. There's a lot of stuff that's that's coming out there that's. Um, for lack of better terms, not made very well. Where there's Chinese
1: shit that they've replicated overseas and they brought it on boats and they want people to pay half the price for half the quality with half the fucking support. Yes. Which is just... it's. it's I can't say anything because I have Chinese headers on my Fox body right now.
0: I mean, I got some Chinese parts too, but I don't need follow-on support to tell me how to install them. You know what I mean? So... I don't know. At what point does somebody's hatred for Chinese products become borderline racism? I'm just asking.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. That is a good point. Because there's some serious Never mind. We'll not go down.
0: <laughs> some here, people, here's a, here's some people
1: on the internet are just like Whoo. Yeah. Here's a fair here's a fair assessment too of the Chinese parts culture. <laughs> and uh I'll be I'll be very indirect because I don't want to give anyone in any in industry yeah, 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 yeah. away. Yeah. Um but you, it is very easy to figure out who is importing and who is exporting in the United States. It is very easy to figure out what companies are importing product by the pounds, you know, th- thousands and thousands of pounds of product that hits the shores and, and figure out kind of where everything's coming from. I think if the general public knew, honest to God, the source of most products in the American market, it would still have no bearing or impact on them purchasing it. there are some people that fly the flag very proudly which i appreciate i I made in america is is obviously more beneficial to us as a nation and the same people that beat their chest and say i only buy american i only buy american i only buy american and you look inside their car and they have i don't know vibrant anything vibrant is made in china it comes from china so what what's the deal and then i think goes to canada i don't think they have a stateside warehouse so you're beating your chest about America and then you brag about this vibrant turbo coupler like this this boost brace and how badass it is but it's like that literally was made in China and sent over here.
0: Yeah, so. but it the it was it was manufactured like the I welded it together in America so it's made
1: in America. Yeah, assembled in America versus made in America. Yeah, this, this says uh made in America right here. Actually it says made in USA, not America. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's <laughs> close though. Uh-oh. But again, it's just it budgets. Budgets are relative to what you can do. So if you can, if you can't afford a made in America piece, I don't think you should not build a race car because you can't afford it. Like I, actually, yeah, that's, terrib- that's terrible. Absolutely,
0: advice. <laughs> absolutely. If you can't afford to put, it's it's, if you can't afford to put all American made products in, it, as much as everybody would like to support it, don't let that stop you from building a race car. And anybody that's going to judge you for that, fuck them. Whoa. Yeah, yeah really, I really said sure. it crazy Ed bomb searches. from rye i got tons of nine ninety now i almost, why did to say nine inch nails smell toast? toast. yeah what is that i got a whole grip of chinese parts on that car in one shape or form or whatever i, I can't even fucking talk right now but I, I i pick and choose you know what i mean i put it where it counts i'm not gonna i, I won't run a chinese wastegate on that car i just won't because if that part fails, uh, it could definitely go south very, very fast. But I will buy some really nice made in the United States ones from Josh when they go bad for him. So, that's, not, that's not one of my old ones, is it? Yeah. Those both no. my waist skates are the ones that offer your car. Is that a 44? So, yeah, you need them? I'll send them to you. They'll be in the mail with your shirts, uh, stickers, microphone, so and he just, camera. He just, he just bought another <laughs> spare. <laughs> No, they're going back on the car. But, I mean, it's it's a Chinese intercooler. Like, yeah, it doesn't flow as much as a Bell, Garrett, whoever's fucking core. Like, I, I don't know. I just, at some point, you just got to make some accommodations and just realize what your budget is. Like, it's not going to stop me from going fast. I do. I do agree. We're all humans. That's the most important thing is the human race. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> what else is new? Is James Tall still in the chat? Because James, I was going to make a whole video on this. Is he
2: gone? Can I talk about my fuel injector now?
1: Dang it. Yeah, Josh, why don't you tell us about how many parts you replaced because you didn't listen to me originally and say it was your No, fuel. no, no,
2: I did. I did. The very first thing I did was to take the fuel injectors and go put them on a flow bench. And they all flowed fine, and then I had them clean. And then I put them back in the car. Basically, the car was hunting at idle, and was wanting to stall, and it was running a little rough, and it was uh, backfiring on decel. So, first thing I did, went and checked the injectors, put a new fuel filter filter in, and then that didn't fix it. And I didn't check, you know, the header runners to see which one was cold, and I replaced everything everything i don't don't even know when to stop until finally three weeks later i removed the fuel injector swapped it with another fuel injector and it followed the hole and it was the fuel injector the point is
1: that's it fuel air spark compression timing i mean what are the things i didn't go to school for this
0: yeah suck squeeze bang blow fuel air spark that's all you need yeah, yeah check, well, I didn't... Check,
2: I Check the, the temperatures of the tubes. The first thing I did was check the injectors. Why did it flow on the flow bench and not in the car? Tell me that. That's a really good question. This is one of life's life- I don't know, mysteries. because
1: you tell me about... You tell me this flow bench, and you're like, yeah, it just... They didn't give you a printout or any statistical data from the injectors. It just filled up, like, a bunch of vials, right? Yeah, it just
2: fills up the cups.
1: Yeah, so a proper fuel injector, cleaner, and tester, in my experience, will give a printout with what is it voltage ratings versus yeah
2: but i didn't have all that here all we got all i know is is the guy that fills up the cups and it filled up the cups just fine
1: i'd be interested to take those injectors and ship them to a company that does that professionally because i don't feel like you got a good test and then i was
2: standing right there i was standing right there and they all equally filled up the cups all eight injectors four at a time and then they put them through the wash And I put them in the car and it didn't fix the problem. And I just automatically assumed that all the injectors were firing because I just watched all eight of them fill up the cups.
1: So, again, I have to go back to how I'm not trying to bash whoever cleaned your injectors. But I've never had I've never set a set of injectors to injector dynamics or fuel injector clinic or or fuel injector development for that matter. And had one test just fine and still be bad when it was installed in a car. Not one time. So my thoughts, I don't know. I've never tested fuel injectors professionally. I don't know how to do it. I've never done it. But there has to have been something askew with that test or the way they were testing the injectors that didn't replicate a real world event with that that injector. Because if it was a real world event with that injector and it was exactly the conditions under which your car idles and runs, then that injector would not have fired off at all. There's no way. Because you're being in your fuel rail with fuel pressure behind it and holly powering it should be no different than being in an injector machine with fuel pressure behind it and it powering it. You know what I mean? Well,
2: that's what happened.
1: So I'm wondering what the difference, and I'd be interested to, to learn about that. What is the difference between whatever machine they used versus, you know, whatever machine ABC uses and why did one, why did all your injectors show good, but one was still bad, you know? Whoa. What was that? What are you doing, buddy? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is live, live action of Josh's uh, injector being tested. I don't know if people have seen me, myself and Irene. It's kind of a smaller film. It's so good, though. <laughs> it is. I hope we don't get flagged for copyright infringement on this, too, like we did on Facebook.
0: Oh, that's what we need to talk about. No, this is a GIF. It's not an actual video or anything. GIF. Sorry, GIF. I said GIF. Yeah, so do you want to talk about that? Close out on that. Facebook giving us the, the big weenie
1: since, since January. We spent two years developing a fan base on Facebook as opposed to YouTube. We spent a lot of time and a lot of money and a lot of effort specifically on Facebook. And as of January 21st this year, they emailed us and went straight to our spam folder and told us that we violated Universal Media Group's copyright. And and that we were warned before, which never saw. We were never warned. So we got... Demonetized on Facebook, meaning none, no ads can play for during our videos, which many people are probably applauding because they hate ads, and I agree, ads suck. However, when those ads translate to some money that helps us make the videos, and when I when I say some money, like let's let's be completely honest, how much do you think we made uh, entire year last year on Facebook ads, Rye? What's a rough guess? Wait, 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 wait. Let's say it at the same time. And this is the whole year because I don't want people to think we've BS'd about this beforehand. Josh, yeah. you have no idea because we don't cut you in on any of it. No, no, I can't wait to hear this. Okay, the entire year, and this is split three ways and to purchase parts or purchase apparel to sell all this stuff. The entire year, how much money do you think we made on the count of three? One, two, three, go. $1,500. Yeah. Damn. Oh, man, we're sick. <laughs> Damn, <up>. we're good. <laughs> God. And I was gonna, yeah,
0: <laughs> like because like it's it wasn't even about the money to me, like because you can see when you're monetized now, Facebook or YouTube or anybody has bigger incentive to push your content out there to the masses. They want more views on it, so they can run more advertisements, get more clicks, blah blah blah. So when we got demonetized, it crushed the amount of reach that we got and the amount of stuff, even if you were subscribed to Clapped Out, you follow Clapped Out and like it, it absolutely devastated the amount of content that you see without actually going to our page. And we yeah. saw that. What What I got curious about was, I was like, man, we've had some banger memes. Usually like if we put a meme up or something like that and it does
1: good, we'll see a huge spike in followers. And then yeah. A 2,000 share meme will usually be three to 400 likes on a page, yeah. somewhere like
0: that. And I'm like, man, we should be, We've been sitting in the 80,000s on followers forever. We should be well north and into the 100,000s. The algorithm has changed. That's the only thing I can think of. And then...
2: It had to have changed. I don't mean to interrupt, but it had to have changed because I looked at both your guys' personal Facebook pages. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what? For months, I didn't see any of those posts. I went to Clapped Out. I didn't see any of Clapped Out's posts. I had to go back and put some likes on it. What's crazy
1: too, and Rye showed this to me, if you look at the day we were demonetized, the day we were demonetized, the chart is through the roof. And then the following months, it's the day we were demonetized, we yeah. get trashed. Nobody our our reach goes to absolute crap. It's the and it's literally down to the day we got demonetized. Which we were
0: peaking like, you know, a couple hundred here, 150 this day. And I don't think we've had a day that's gone above eighty since then. And yeah. I started realizing I'm like, what? well, what really triggered it was, I was like, oh shit, Facebook pays to our PayPal and not to our bank account. And I was like, man, we haven't checked that in a minute. So let me log into the PayPal and see how much money's in there and move it over to the bank account. And when I logged in, there's nothing in there. I was like, why is there no money into this? And so can you see, you can yeah. barely
1: see it, but you see those peaks, Josh.
0: Yeah, see how it looks like a seismograph over there on the left hand side, and then
1: it just flat lines yeah he didn't care so but yes it was an immediate like it was just an immediate death so as soon as they knew that they couldn't make money on ads on ours because we were vi- they thought we were violating copyrights um ace asked if it affected our, our youtube revenue all right we don't make any money on youtube i think we well, okay same thing on the count of three rye let's say how much money we made all year last year on youtube okay yep one two three three 120 $2. $2. damn mm, <laughs> off by 80 220 no, you, you said
0: you, YouTube won't pay out until it was like 50 bucks waiting in there. And I think we're at like $26, $27 or something like that. You can look at it and track it. But honestly, we, we doubled down on Facebook because it took off. And on Facebook, you can put more than one type of media out there. We can do pictures. We don't have to do video all the time. So kind of like doubled down on our strengths. Mm-hmm. And we are making more money once we monetize everything on Facebook. So it just made more sense to kind of push this. But like you and I have talked about and, and a bunch of other people, it's youtube is really it's, it's the long game in the most yeah. part so every other form of social media is probably going to come and go in one way shape or form i hope unless, we can fix unless this
1: motor trend motor trend wants to just give us a show yeah i would be super sick I josh do you do. know do you know anyone at motor trend you could call real quick i do actually okay get your phone out bud I,
2: we should just get my app done oh god here, here we, we, go. Go, here we go here's the app here it's we pretty done it's pretty much done i'm just waiting for my dude, to quit okay. with all his. Well, I'll tell you what: when POD you pay clapped out shit. to talk
1: about it, when you pay clapped out to talk about it, <laughs> then That's, when hey, when the money starts flowing, Josh, then we can talk about your app. Nah, I'm, gonna just have, <laughs> I'm
2: gonna just have you guys on my B team. That's fine. I'm, just honestly, a free little thing here and there. Little right.
0: <laughs> Send us a partnership a, uh, a, a, a application.
1: Rise on the D team. So yes, absolutely. Oh, but now we'll uh yeah, it, it's
0: it, it's in in trying to fix this. If anybody's watching this, it's a very slim chance. But if you know, please, we're desperate. If you know anybody at Facebook that can help us with this, please get us in contact. Because, dude, their support system is the worst. It's
1: the worst. Terrible. I sent 12 messages over the last 12 days, and I I got one response.
0: Yeah. And I mean, when you have billions of people that everybody thinks are the most important person in the entire world, I'm sure. I get it. But it's my birthday, though. So it's true.
1: So and somebody
0: it. brought up a good point, like 53, what do you say? 50 something on, uh, on the podcast right now. Remember we hit 106 peak watcher viewers last week and we were excited mm-hmm. about it. If we weren't demonetized or restricted. Now I'm starting to think like, how many would this be right now? How a, much it, harder would this be grown
1: right now? The, yeah. The opportunity cost of the time we've lost, um, isn't it's, uh, we can't, it's unmeasurable. I don't know. And the same thing, I don't think any of us got into this. I mean, I know I didn't get into this just be I got into this for the attention. 100%, I'm a giant attention whore. Yeah. So, it affects me the same monetarily as it does from an attention standpoint. I live my entire life on social media and it's an it's an obvious crutch that I have. I'm, I don't hide it or or run from it. I'm honest about it. So, when we used to post stuff and it would get 50, 60, 80, 100 shares. I mean, hell, we had 2,000, 3,000 share feature videos for a while, millions of views. And it was the most fulfilling. I went to sleep in Josh's basement. I put coilovers on the 240. I put that video up. I fell asleep in Josh's basement with like 23 shares. I woke up the next morning and it had like 2,600 shares from the night before. You remember that, Josh? I woke up and I was blown away at how the video went nuts. And it was the most fulfilling thing. It was so awesome. And now we post a video up and it gets like 50, 60 shares. You're doing good.
0: Today it was the Facebook memories reminding me that a year ago was when I posted up the K5 Duramax video.
1: Yeah, that was huge. That video was huge.
0: 522,000 views.
1: It's nuts. I can't believe people stared at you, jump jostling around in a car seat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So that's, that's where we're at.
0: Drag week tech is in less than nine weeks. We're chipping away at that. Hopefully I'll have the car running and we will be testing very shortly. Going to try to head to Darlington, South Carolina, or Virginia Motorsports Park and run this thing all the way out the back door and do full on quarter mile testing. Vice, just run it in the eighth mile and keep my fingers crossed because I am going to win. And my goal is to finish drag week, have fun, and bury James and Cletus. That's one of the goals. And we are locked in for Friday, the last day of drag week. Me. And kill face james and ruby and we're gonna go head to head take the gloves off and let
1: these cars eat Ooh, i wonder who would win it in a fist fight with you two what me and james i'm i love you man but i think james has just got that youthful edge <sighs> he's you know? got that dad strength but i got three kids so i got more dad strength than he does garrett punched me at ls fest in the back like playfully and I didn't realize his hands were the size of anvils. <laughs> He's two inches taller than I, me. <laughs> I, I, I have been I, I've been beat up by people in the past, and I've beat people up in the past. And I'll tell you this much: if I got in a fist fight with Garrett, I'd climb that dude like a redwood. I'd, cl- <laughs> I'd climb like Spider might have to wrap him up because that man's hand was the size. He's got a that's, reach. That's, He's got a, a lot of momentum when you swing yeah. it. It's like a like a tetherball if i couldn't get inside his reach if we were boxing and i couldn't get inside his reach i would just apologize and tell him i'll buy the beers let's get out of here (laughs) i'm not doing it like it's it's like his wingspan is like michael
0: jordan no we'll uh oh and do we want to now we can't let that out of the bag until that one's official never mind i'll shut my mouth on that
1: give me a like give me a hint on what you were going to talk about
0: the you and me one car boxing gloves oh yeah no we can't talk about that no we have yeah. to keep that in, in hush hush
1: well honestly and i won't give anything away here but what ryan and i have pitched to the parties that are controlling this are is completely not what they want to do but we're gonna probably just do it anyway i think yeah so that's very way.
0: that's very vague but let's just say if this goes through it's gonna be
1: we will never get invited back no <laughs>
0: <laughs> it'll be the most interesting
2: video I like. guess
1: I guess I missed that corporate meeting too. Yeah. Well, you yeah. don't leave Michigan so you're not going to come anyway. What do yeah. you mean? Was just in Illinois yesterday. For Chicago. what A nice 3-hour jog over to Chicago. Yeah, to go film, do some stuff. Well, I'll tell you what, Josh. When we get it off the live feed, we'll fill you in and if you want to come, you are 100% to be part of this this I would love for you to join us. I'll probably pass, but it would be amazing. <laughs> It would require you to ride shotgun. <laughs> Yes, you'd have to ride in a vehicle. So, Oh, I do know about this then. No, no, no. That's clapped week. You're thinking of clapped week. This is something oh. else. Good. Clapped week is in the works right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can talk about that. And uh, we're reaching our eight o'clock time now. But clapped week, drag week is, uh, Rye and Scott Sublett are going to be cruising Kill Face on drag week. They're going to be documenting their trip. Contrasting their trip will be my trip. Which will be shadowing Rye and trying to make his entire life terrible for one week of Drag Week. Yes, um, it's Logan being Logan. Yes, exactly. So I'm going to be as me as possible for a week and see if the company <laughs> is still alive at the end of the week.
0: Uh, <laughs> um, if the company's but, still alive, yeah. So September 13th, we will kick that off in yep. uh, US 131 in Michigan.
2: Right here in Michigan. Yep. Yeah, we're, so you don't we're drive all, that far.
1: Oh, we get to annoy Josh. We're going to be crashing on his couch. Josh um, is going to get chloroformed and dragged with. He just doesn't know it yet. Some I'm going to drag
2: you. that kill phase down the freeways. It's yeah, not happening. Right? No, here he is. Hey, do we I'd have love to, to, to wear see mask masks inside your house? Hey, you got a horn on your car? You has uh, to. I do, yeah.
0: Drag week oh. rules to say I have to have one.
2: Perfect. Three honks off your car. It's actually, I eat.
0: ripped it off a of Volkswagen Beetle in the junkyard, so you probably can't hear it.
2: Beep beep beep, and then I'm out.
0: I'll let you go first, and then I'll chase you down. Don't
1: worry. I'll let you see my LEDs. (laughs) (laughs) So Clapped Week 2020 (laughs) is the first (laughs) is the first annual and the first ever Clapped Week, and I'd like to build on this yearly. And it is going to be literally, it's going to be shadow game where I will be procuring a vehicle that should not make it. How long? How many miles is the trip total? Fifteen
0: hundred. Um, depending on how much they. If, if if they take the shortest route, it's around 11, 1200 right now, but it
1: could it could go more than that. So I'm going to be purchasing a vehicle that shouldn't make it more than five hundred miles, and I'm going to be attempting to to last all drag week alongside Rye and um, the people that are involved in, are going to be rolling with on this are very interesting characters. Nothing nothing's in stone yet. I have talked to a couple of different people concerning um, partnering with the project and rolling with it and hopefully uh, next week sometime we'll be able to make an announcement as to who is going to be the title sponsor of Clapped Week. Man, that sounded good. I know, man. I'm really good at the voices. Like yeah. I was, I tried. I practiced all week. Rye, why don't you take them out? All right, head over to clappedout.com
0: store, pick up some merch. We still got a whole bunch of stuff on there. COVID-19 T-shirts are $15 a piece. We will be adding some new T-shirt designs. Logan and I have been discussing – we are overstocked on stickers more designs coming as well clappedout.com/store that's it this
2: is clappedout podcast to josh we are out overstocked on stickers can't even send me any <laughs> did
1: you get that on live yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>